Hello. Oh my. Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita. You may know me as Bible Study Girl. And the first weird, <laughs> echoey, trailing off vibrato you heard was the voice of the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Hello, it is I, Bible Study Brother, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. Gray Matter is... I don't know where we are on this timeline, but it may or may not be out very soon. No, it's, it's out. It's, it's out. out. We're out. Ah, album is out. Ah, I've done a, I've done a whole show that I've placed, you know, things on the on the shorts for or whatever. But yeah, man, go get that album. <laughs> Run those numbers up. BSG is on it, guys. Whoop whoop. You finished? Yeah. Are you quite done? Hmm? Okay. Uh Oh, wow, guys, guys, calm down. Jess was not done. Calm down. Yes, he's finished and he's done. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I'm not even going to. I have went through a phase where I would roast him publicly, but I'm not going to roast him anymore. I'm going to be a mature, I almost say a mature, and a mature professional, and I'll roast him privately. So, guys, so glad you decided to hop back on um, or to press play and listen to another podcast episode we have been just moving along tracking along and today we are doing another blog recap we are recapping the blog Plato. so if you're new around these parts and this is your first time here welcome so welcome, glad welcome. to have you uh i'm gonna explain to you how our blog recap episodes go um First things first, head over to BibleStudyGirl.com so that you will be very much aware of the blog that we are discussing. Um, you can tap the magnifying glass in the upper right hand corner that opens up the search bar. Type in the words play doh, P-L-A-Y-D-O-H. Um, and then it'll pull the blog that we're discussing up so you guys will know exactly what we're talking about. So the first thing that happens on a blog recap episode, we try our best. We try to follow this format. It doesn't always work because we can get talky talky. Um, but the first thing we do is Bible study brother breaks down. He gives you a general overview of what the blog is about. So you're not completely lost. And then he tells us his initial thoughts, his impressions, what he got from reading the blog. And then I try not to interrupt him. And let him have his Almost say. always a failure there. And there's almost always a failure. Um, and then I get to say how I felt at the time that the blog was published. Um, and if my thoughts, feelings, emotions, experiences have changed since the blog was or originally published. So it's always a great time over here. And I was going to say something else about the blog. Oh, so today's blog, Plato, was published in November of two. 2019 that's almost four years ago it's definitely three and a half years ago so and I've said this before I say it again I probably say it on every episode but each time I walk away from the podcast coming to a new revelation or realization about where I am in my walk with Christ and so I'm always excited when we have the opportunity to sit down and do blog recaps because we're walking back through my life man Why the applause? We're just applauding you for walking back through your life. No. Ah, 
sometimes it dredges up old, <laughs> old things you don't want to think about. But um, it's been a positive experience for the most part, I can say. So I'm done chitter chattering, Bible study brother. You can take it away and tell us what you thought about the blog, Plato. All right. So quick synopsis so I can give y'all all of just my thoughts. So basically, this blog is about my sister and her. Uh, I'm not gonna say proclivity. That sounds weird, but she she does a she does costumes for the children's, and she's done so for a very long time. And you know, she always has these red uh, eyelash things or whatever that she would put with each one of her costumes. Uh, and the year of this uh, blog post, she was Play-Doh, and you may be wondering. Well, how can you do red eyelashes with Play-Doh? Well, she'd use the red Play-Doh. Duh. This is a joke that you will find in the blog post. But it was my favorite joke, so I had to throw Was it? But I feel mess. like your delivery was wah, wah. I mean, I had, to, I had to give it in the way I know you gave it, because I know you didn't no. give it a good one. <laughs> Read it for yourself. Uh. <laughs> Because <laughs> that uh, was not it. But thank you, brother. I enjoyed your synopsis. Uh, yeah. So, and then she just goes on to talk about the properties of Play Doh and how we should be like Play Doh. And there's a difference between fresh Play Doh and old Play Doh and how all of these uses are different, but that you always um, must remind yourself to recharge your vessel uh, through God and, and through connecting to the source and realizing that, you know, as you, you have these different sources or have these different uses in your purpose, you need to return to the source to uh, get reshapen, restructured, uh, reformatted so you can continue on the road for your purpose. And that is the general synopsis of the blog post. And I'm going to tell you guys what I got from that. First and foremost, the picture is where I'm going to start, guys. Yeah, I please start. That there are so in the picture, she's in her, uh, she's dressed as Play-Doh. <laughs> she has her Play-Doh shirt on and a little beanie for the top of the Play-Doh. You, you know, you pop off like a little tin can. And my sister is just beyond joyous in this here picture. Uh, and were you there that uh, night? I don't believe so because I'm like. There's no possible way that I would not have like been in a picture at this point, like closer and around. I'll have to look while you're talking to see if you're in the pictures. Uh, you know what that picture is from? Uh, no. You must you must not have been there. I don't know why you weren't there. You, I'm sure you were invited because everybody was there, but you weren't. That's wild. I don't believe that I was, and this was I don't like. It was on Halloween. And Linda was there. Sweet. Oh baby. no, we couldn't get out. We we, okay. we we were doing something or other. Like I, I remember, or we were. No, we weren't out yeah, of town. Yeah, y'all weren't there. But we I know a, we weren't there. Yeah, we there had was a something time. else we were doing. I, I know that okay. there was something else we were doing. Uh, that and like, and I immediately know when. It was funny as I immediately know when or not I was somewhere because I'm like this face she making. Uh, we were playing a game. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but do you remember the balloon game we used to play? Yes. Okay. We were playing okay. the balloon game. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, listen, so we have a couple games within our family that I'll quickly talk about, which is the balloon game, 
which is simply like if you're a kid, you have played the balloon game at some point in your life. And you know exactly what we mean by the balloon game, which for those of you who didn't know, maybe you didn't have the funnest of childhoods uh, is where you hit a balloon up in the air and you can't let it touch the ground. That's it. You know, it's kind of like lava uh, or the floor is lava, but it's just like, you know, with the balloon. With the balloon. And let me tell you something. That game may be too immature for you. But let me tell you, <laughs> our grown self have a fantastic time with the simplest thing. Go ahead. And the second game in that uh, myriad of, of or same genre uh, is RPS. Freeze game? Well, no, freeze game is just an addition. But RPS, right. a.k.a. Rock, paper, rock, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, man. <laughs> I have the best videos of our rock, paper, scissors tournament. Listen. One of my so. favorite videos is from my birthday when we were at my house for my birthday mm-hmm. and I won against Devin. <laughs> a victory shout. I think I might. I will put that video on YouTube. So you can head over to <laughs> check out the short of me winning yeah. rock, paper, scissors. Listen. I was super pumped. I look crazy because I was at home. I was comfortable. But I'm going to put it out there because it's hilarious. But the reason I bring that up is because there when they started RPS, I was also not there. And the reason I realized I wasn't there, and I found out much later, uh, was because I'm just the champion. I have literal one loss on my record, and that is to the amazing genius that is Jade uh, Elise Wilson. She is the only person that beat me because I went and cleaned the house. He did. So she had to redeem her whole household. And this was after. Like this is a like this is an after. Like it's not like, you know, this was an another time. So I just swept like no one like it didn't matter what was going on. Just could not be beat. Okay. So back focus. You talked about the picture. I look full of joy because I was. I was having a great time. You were. I'm a kid. You always have fun in in costumes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like and because she's so small and her face is, you know, black don't crack unless it's mine. Um, <laughs> I'm not small. I'm short. She's small. Um, <laughs> and so whenever she puts these costumes on, she's gonna look like a slightly Ricky. larger ninth grader. Just you know, just just a little bit. Fun fact: This is nothing because you talk about how young I look. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've said this story publicly, but it was hilarious to me. Um, so the last man I dated before he met Mama. He was like, you know what? Let me see your driver's license because I want to be sure you haven't been lying to me. And I go in your mama's house and she like, yeah, no, she's just 19. Wow. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Lord, our father, help me. Uh, So anyway, so moving on to the other parts of what I got. I didn't even think of, I was like, that was Okay. So the biggest thing that I got from this blog post, so I don't like take up all of your time, even though you keep interrupting me. Oh my gosh. I can't help it. I did say before we started that I would try my best not to interrupt you and let you just say your feelings and what you think. Okay, I'm quiet. She didn't at all. Um. (laughs) So, but the biggest thing that I got from it is to be malleable. Um, is to understand where you need to be firm, understand where you need to be soft. But be the tool spiritually that you need to be. Um, and remember that when you're in your home or when you're going back from doing 
whatever the Lord has asked you to do, go back into his his container. Go back to him, recharge in him, reshape in him, ask him to refocus, reformat, re uh, to build you back up, to get you back to fresh out of the package. You know, we die to self every day. We become we, we do more to become uh, a new creature every day in leaning to his understanding and not our own. And that is such a hard thing to do because the flesh is not just easy to follow. It's deceptive because the flesh wants to be satiated. Um, you know, it's the flesh is like when you're on a diet, when you first start a diet, say you've been doing good all week, you've been doing great. What the flesh does is it starts by saying, Hey, you've been doing good. You know, one, one, one donut ain't going to mess you up. Then you had the one donut. And then it's like, look, man, don't you love you for who you are? And it doesn't like it is just gonna move the goalpost until you basically just are whatever you're feeling, whatever you wanna do, uh, however you wanna do it. And like so the blog post just reminded me to be the shape I need to be for a task and then allow God to lead me to the next task where maybe I don't need to be as firm. Right. Maybe I don't need to be as, you know, whatever. Maybe I need to come to the people as they are. Um, and well, you're always doing that, but to do that, you do have to be malleable to whatever form you need to be. It's not just come as how I am, wherever I need to go. It's okay. This is how God wants me to approach this. So that's what I got from Plato. Okay. I will tell you at the time that I wrote the blog, I probably was, I know for sure that I was in a state of, wanting to be used by God and wanting to walk in purpose and not just what I thought or what felt good to me. I wanted to be moldable by him and I wanted really to be obedient and and to follow his voice and do whatever, even if it was something that made me uncomfortable or I felt like I wasn't in the proper shape for um, case in point, writing a blog every day. I did not feel like I was in shape for that. I had not been training to write a blog every day. I had not, I had no intentions. Writing a blog every day was nowhere on my list of things that I felt like I needed to accomplish. So I felt confident that this is something that God wanted me to do. It's not something I came up with on my own. So at the time that I wrote the blog, I was very concerned about being who he wants me to be. Um, And I could say today, I still have that concern. You know, I've shared it before, but my word for 2023 is obedience. I want to be obedient to God and I want to do what he tells me to do when he tells me to do it. Um, and this blog recap came right on time, um, in month four of the new year. And there are so many areas of my life. I feel like, um, maybe I'm putting up resistance, right? Maybe I'm, I feel like I'm putting up resistance to what God wants me to do because 
it's uncomfortable for me. And so this blog cap is just blog recap for me. It's just a reminder, Sarita, in all seasons, you have to just be in the Lord's hands and let him shape you in the way that he wants to shape you. Um, Plato played a major role in my life for many years. I worked with children as a pediatric speech language pathologist. I just put that pediatric in front of it because the girl on Love is Blind, if for the past two seasons, they keep saying they're pediatric speech language pathologists. I mean, and that is a thing, but generally I'll just say I'm a speech language pathologist, but I threw the pediatric in front of it because we are talking about kids and I do work with children. So anyway, <clears throat> back I'm back home. And the shows that I don't watch have infested the, even this podcast. I love Love is Blind. I know. So anyway. As does the Cuzzo <laughs> Crew chat. The Cuzzo Crew chat goes Crew. up for Love is Blind. They go up for all of these shows. Y'all be like, <laughs> Love is Blind. Love is Out the Dirt. Love is On an Island. Love is Slot Machines. Uh, slot Machine Love. We uh, talk about it all. So anyway, <laughs> what I was what I was saying is, so I spent, when I was, I... I'm still a speech language pathologist. I have a different role, a non-clinical role. But when I was in direct care with children on a more regular basis, Play-Doh was a big part of my life because I could take a container of Play-Doh and I could dress, address so many goals with my kids. I could do spatial concepts. We could count. We could do colors. We could, I could shape it into whatever I needed it to be to address whatever deficit that kid had it was lightweight portable kids love play-doh uh it's not threatening um and my caution every time though i would say now do we eat play-doh and if you were not able to say to me no we don't eat play-doh then we probably were not gonna play with play-doh because i just needed you to be like you had to repeat you had to let me know that you knew this is not going in our mouths even if Miss Sarita makes a hamburger out of this Play-Doh, are we going to eat this Play-Doh? No. <laughs> Listen, when I say my Play-Doh skills are superb, they are superb. I could take a ball of Play-Doh and make uh, families. I would make shapes. I would work on different facial expressions. How does he feel? Oh, he looks scared or he looks sick or he looks happy. Anyway, Play-Doh, very versatile, very, if you are working with children, it's a great thing to have in your in your, in your bag of tricks to pull out. Oh, my sister, um, something else, y'all. What? But also be cautious because Play-Doh contains wheat. And if the kid has a wheat allergy, they cannot play with it. Those are all of my fun Play-Doh facts for the day. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Not you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I need to know. Um, so Play-Doh is very, it's adaptable. And I need that reminder in my life to be adaptable to who God made me to be. Um, and I talk about in the blog, like new Play-Doh, like new Play-Doh is cool because it's, but it's like so soft. It is so soft. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a fan of like the in-between Play-Doh, like before it gets old and not workable. I like it a little more firm, um, but it makes me think about Christians and our different walks with Christ. Quite often when we first come to Christ, we're very uh, soft. We're very pliable. We are agreeable. We are all in. Um, and even when we experience 
like revival in our relationship with Christ, we are more apt to say, you know, whatever you want me to be, I'll be, you know. Um, but for me, the issue with the new Play-Doh is sometimes it's, it, it won't hold its shape. You know what I'm saying? Like it is soft, but it just does not have enough. It's not enough in it to keep it, you know, how you want it. Um, so you have to work with it a little bit and to get it to have just a little bit of toughness. You don't want it too tough, you know. Um, but it made me think about my walk with Christ. Like I need to be at a point where he can use me however he wants me to be. Um and 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 not be so not be so stuck not get so old not get so dried out because i'm gonna tell you the play-doh i don't like is the play-doh that's about ready to be thrown out right like i mean you can manipulate it you can move it a lot of times though it'll crack and who wants crack play-doh nobody you know you go and try to make um like a hamburger patty or something if you have like one of those um, toys that you can use to cut out stuff and it'll have the little details for the burger like the sesame seeds and stuff well if your play-doh is too old when you go to use that you won't get to see the fine details that have been placed in the mold because the play-doh is too old um and so these are all things that i think about when i think about okay being I, I see your rapper skills go ahead what you, you rap without trying to rap go ahead and can you okay? Let's put a pin in this. And so that just further it reiterates. It does not. It does, it does not. You let me finish not. my point now. No, it no, it does not. It does I not. needed my own song on this album that he freely advertises. <laughs> he would not let me rap, y'all. He likes to hate on me and act like I listen, baby. There's a lyricist in me. Do you hear me? Oh my gosh! Listen, man. Hard. No. No. <laughs> okay, but back you know, to matter of fact, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm gonna let you finish your point. No, no. Moldable. Here, 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 here. Okay. Use all multiple. Here, here, I will let you on a song. If for the next ten days, ten days, you got ten days, son. Ten verses, sixteen bars. I'm not gonna explain to you how to do it. You, you, you got to figure out how to do it. You give me ten in ten days, ten sixteen bar verses. And I'll believe you. There you go. Uh, okay. Am I gonna get my ten blog posts that you promised me? For I got into, I got but I got to the end of the year. I got until the end of the year, yo. No, that that was my thing. I got until the end of the year. Ten yo. got a lot of power behind it. It do, I but like I got until the end of the year. I feel like the Lord placed it on your heart because he like I gotta remind him. <laughs> okay. What he said out his mouth. All right, cool. I'm on. I'm on it. Okay. Okay. I got until um, the end of the year, yo. I just got to, before, okay, well, okay. I got until November. I say that. I got until November. Okay. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to leave it alone and get back to my point. Um, be malleable, sis. No, no, listen. I don't have to be on your album. I will just drop my own, and it is what it is. Okay. Back to, because see, then he going to get mad, people. I just want y'all to know that. Oh, you think you can do what I do? No, I think I can do what I can do, though, bro. I think I can. Wiki, wiki, where is my beat? Let me, don't worry about it. Listen, if anyone out there is listening and they have, that's the only beat I can rap on. Let's see what you got, yo. Stop all things. Be malleable. No, no, no. Be Play Doh, sis. <laughs> I am malleable and I need for you to be valuable as well, my Let guy. Let the Play Doh use you. <laughs> um, so, I forgot what I was saying to you. 
you let the devil use you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was talking about the hamburger bun. Like when you get too stiff as Play-Doh, the fine details that need to come out, like the little sesame seeds on the hamburger bun, you won't be able to see because you're too old and crusty. Um, and one of the important things to remember when you're that is a plate, funny description, yo. I just need <laughs> you just rolled over that like it's just normal, but that's funny. It's true. Uh, one of the important things that we need to remember though is that when you are playing with play doh for real, a hundred percent, this is a real life applicable fact. And it is something that I always went behind my kids to check and make sure it was done correctly. You want to make sure that you close the Play-Doh container. Because if you leave it cracked, it is going to dry out your Play-Doh. It won't come back. You leave it cracked, it won't come back. It's going to dry out your Play-Doh and you won't be able to use it. And just like that. And so I think that is a perfect analogy for our relationship with Christ. You have to remain in him when you leave space for air to get in and your relationship with him you get dried out you don't become as moldable you allow outside elements in and it'll dry out your effectiveness i think the great thing though is that god is a restorer we may experience seasons of being dried out. Like I have been very honest with you. 2021, baby, I was dried out. That container wasn't cracked. It was wide open. Um, but God has been restoring me through these through these years, these past couple of years, and really ministering to me and taking care of me and getting me in a position where I can be used. But it took me getting into his presence, being surrounded by him and getting the outside factors out and really just staying where God would have me to be to get to a position where I was able to be used by him and for his glory. Um, so I don't know, where would you say your your relationship with Christ is right now? as it relates to like play-doh are you easily pliable are you overly soft Mm, since 2020 i've been since 2020 yeah i wouldn't say so before in terms of but like being like being living here um like the fact that 2021 happened and i was still like you know he asked me to move so i'm moving like you asked me to preach you you used the 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 guide the compass of my decisions at that point and made her very serious which was like oh my god god what are you doing here um but you know like well actually since i got it's probably before then since i got married i've been in a lot of different ways more malleable now sometimes um you get dried out well, edge to the dry. I forget that God is leading those decisions. And then I make those decisions a fleshly decision in the sense that it's like I try to then blame certain outcomes. Um, and that's where I would like get outside of my container and not realize that these things were for the betterment. You right. know, like I know uh, when we talk about our, our big fight, I know what I was told. And then 
you know, like immediately after in the midst of all the turmoil in terms of our fight, like you be wanting to fold on on everything. Like when life gets you know, hard, you be really wanting to fold. Let me rem- let me say this real quick because you saying that I thought about you this morning. I actually was going to send you a message because you are part of this chronological reading plan. But I know you didn't read this morning because there's not a check by your your face bubble. Um, but right now, yo, the black like I thought you said you wasn't in the business of blasting me this episode. I'm not blasting you. I'm like I know you haven't read it this morning though, so you're gonna appreciate this. It is talking about Samson, and one of the things that it mentions in the Bible that I forgot about until I reread it today is that Samson wanted to he wanted to make a decision that appeared to be against everything it didn't make sense to his parents right to them it was like this is not what you need to do and you talking about our big disagreement or whatever brought Mm -hmm. that back to mind and you were just saying how you had to remain and do what god told you to do and samson had to do the same so i felt like that was a great for me that was like an aha moment like a confirmation aha but you know what's funny the the, the most the funniest part about all of this that's even more confirmation is that's the first little sermon thing I did at Mount Pleasant. Was it? It was about Samson. Know. It was after we had oh, got back <clears throat> from seeing Samson. Right. And you were probably there, or I told y'all about it. No, no I told y'all I about it. There. I told y'all about it after. Okay. Because it was when they had started asking me to do stuff. And I was like, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. So I just didn't say nothing. Then I got uh, cussed out by my mom. You know, and I was like, okay, well, I'll let you know the next time they ask me. My mama didn't cuss him out. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So, but that's funny. Because, like, that was the first thing that I was explaining to kids that you have a choice in your life. You have a choice as to whether you're going to get the abundance of God by following what he asked you to do. Right. Or God is just going to get his glory and you're the example. Right. Because I guarantee if I told you like, okay, do you want to do what God asked you to do? And there's an abundance, you know, you'll have fulfillment. It's not to say you won't have hardships and things, but. You at the end of the day, you'll know that he's with you. Or do you want to go do what you want to do? You might, you know, lose a leg, lose your eyes, lose all your strength, like, like lose a lot of stuff, and just have to like be beaten down in in a certain sense into submission of reminding you who you need in your life, and not not by like God just leaving you, but these are your choices. Right, you know? these are your choices. I love the story of Samson and it really is. It is applicable to what we're talking about today. See, all this stuff fits together, threads together when I'm listening to God and I'm being obedient to him. It threads together. Um, I think Samson's story is just a great example of I think about the promise that God had on his life from conception, you know, telling his mom, this is who he is going to be. I'm raising him, you know. Um, And at the end. His purpose was fulfilled, but he missed out on a lot of stuff. A lot. He, he missed out on a lot of stuff because of his choices. A lot. I guarantee you if I told you, like, okay, so for you, this party or whatever it is you go into is harmless. Like, how you feel about it is harmless. 
or going to this or premarital sex or whatever it is that you that the world tells you just should be normal. Like you got to do all this stuff before you get married because there's no satisfaction. You're just going to be bored and plain and you like all of this stuff that they tell you. But what you lose, you know, like how many people have relationships or don't have relationships with their kids or, you know, you know, you went to this party, party got shot up like so many different things happen within the constructs of, of different things. So maybe your parents had uh, troubles with like addiction, like an alcohol addiction or something like that. You wanted to be like everybody else. You go to this party, you drink and you didn't, you weren't thinking about that. Like, Oh, this is in me too. And now you battling alcoholism. Right. You know? And so, I say all that not to as a condemnation or not as a judgment, but as a, a call to be mindful that the people in the Bible went through a lot of the things that we go through now, just in a what you would consider a simplified version, because it was. Well, baby, know, Samson's so, life wasn't simplified, you know, because um, it was not simplified. But I, for me, the thing is. His purpose was fulfilled in the end, but he lost so much and he probably could have had a lot more if he had been obedient and listened to what God had to say, if he had been more malleable. So my prayer for anyone that's listening to this podcast is that you do what God asks you to do. Um, He's extending an invitation. He wants you to be involved in um, his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. He he's opening it up for you. He's giving you that opportunity and that choice. And my prayer for you and for me personally, like I need these blog recaps and these conversations with my brother. Be obedient, Sarita, in season, out of season, when you feel like it, when you don't feel like it. Your purpose will be fulfilled, but man, you might end up losing and missing out on a lot of things and going through hardships you did not have to go through. Be malleable people. Let the Lord mold you. That's all I got, bro. I like that. And I just want to get into this and tell you guys that if you liked any of this conversation, there is more without us, without me blabbing and, and doing all this stuff that you may didn't come here for over at BibleStudyGirl.com where there are blog posts every day. Uh, you can hit us up on the socials on Twitter at Bible Study Girl, the number two on Instagram at underscore Bible Study Girl, Facebook Bible Study Girl. Make sure you follow. You'll get updates not only on the videos, but also on the blog posts. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we are going to try and mention that earlier. We be forgetting. But the YouTube channel is going to come along nicely uh, because the devil ain't going to defeat me. You know, it's just uh, he, he's already lost and I just have to claim the victory. Um, so go there Hit us up. Um, we're trying to get to 100 subscribers so that way we can get the Bible Study Girl uh, slug so that way it's a little bit easier for us to get you to the YouTube channel. Um, we're going to be doing a whole lot of different things with the channel, and I'm very, very excited. Uh, and remember, it's not wallowing in your sin that preaches, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.